You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Episode number 139 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Moore. Today I am joined by co-host Dakota Davis and producer Chris Guffey. That's right. Today's episode features uh, the most hated man in all of Indiana politics, Woo-hoo! Mr. Rob Kendall, who is uh, the producer for the Chicks on the Right. He is also the host of the Rob Kendall Show over on uh, WIBC. Off the rails with Hammer and Nigel. <laughs> He, yes, he's been appearing on there quite that show three days a week. True. Nigel never shows up to work, so <laughs> half the time I am the co-host. We are also joined by Stephen Vitito. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yeah, yeah. I All thought right. it was Vitato. Yeah, Stephen Vitato, Vitato. However, you, we yeah. just go with it. It's fine. We'll go with the flow. Stephen is the welding educator at the Newcastle Career Center here in Newcastle, Indiana. He teaches welding to uh, to high school students, but he also teaches welding to adults uh, in partnership with Ivy Tech, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to be talking to Rob about his ideas for the state of Indiana and why he is a supporter for the Red for Ed movement. And Rob is going to tell us why he hates teachers. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates teachers that want to make more money and get paid fairly and, and uh, like to have a drink at lunch. All right. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we will provoke you today. Other times we'll make you laugh today, but hopefully you'll always learn something new. That's a guarantee today. <sighs> this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we just did a 20 minute show for the Patreon folks. We don't get any, uh, we don't, there's no sponsors. This is just us. And we're brought to you by the, by the, by viewers like you, by the fans. That's done at uh, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. You get discounts in our store. You get special bonus audio. You get show notes in advance with clickable links. You get it all, don't you? Mr. That's right. Yeah. Dakota. And I'm, I'm thinking that after this show, I'm going to put the show notes out to the world and let them see what they're missing. If they don't sign up for Patreon, it's going to be the free version of the show notes. That's right. Because, you know, they're great every week. Uh, but this time we, there's a lot of really good information here that I think people should, uh, should pay attention to whenever we're talking about these issues. And those links are super convenient. They can click on. If you sign up at Patreon, then you get access to all of these things. If you sign up at $50 or more a month, then we promise to give you a shout out each and every episode. And those folks are Christy Avery, Craig DaCosta, our favorite former prosecutor in Hawaii. And of course, Jonathan Phillips, our favorite car salesman who is in Fishers. Andy Moore, Buick Buick and GMC. Go see John. Get you a new one. Dakota and I both did, and that's not a joke. But he got the Buick because he's he wants to be in the Buick commercials of the world's youngest Buick hunter, and I got the GMC because I'm cool. <laughs> the blacked out edition. All right, Red for Ed was this week. Last week we spent uh, we spent some time with a couple of local teachers, one from Wayne County, one from here in Newcastle, who leads the teachers union, and we previewed Red for Ed. The girl, the ladies came in and had some uh, had some valid points. They had their big program on Tuesday night or Tuesday, I guess, during the day. 
uh, around lunchtime is what I heard. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, you attended? Did you get to go or you were tied up uh, teaching? I So I didn't get to go for very long because I use that as a maintenance day. I have 20 welding machines and all the equipment that goes with it to take care of. So I took the morning to work on some equipment instead of going downtown. So you went to work on well, your day off. Instead of working on Saturday, I went to work on Tuesday. <laughs> so it, it was just a good day to now this Saturday I'll have free to be with my family instead of in the shop. All right. Rob, you uh, you got to attend as uh, you were media, I guess. Uh, I was working. You were a taxpayer. What were you? I was, I was I was a taxpayer working to pay the taxes for the teachers not to work. Oh. Yes. All right. So I've heard I've heard different numbers. I've heard but there they were, were 10,000. Let's clear that up. They were all working on their phones, <laughs> messaging their kids. I answered 117 emails Tuesday. So you you're at uh, you're at Newcastle and it's it was an e-learning day. It was an e-learning day. So, so we were all still working. So there were different things that were chosen. They, they could have canceled school. They could have stayed in session. And some teachers used a personal day. Some districts decided to use the e-learning day, which I, we had to have explained to us last week because it's I think the second year that our we. area, we old man Jer over here had to have it explained to him. <laughs> I just taught Rob Facebook a minute ago. So that's not, <laughs> let's not pick on me too much. So a lot of schools really didn't have a choice because their teachers turned in personal days and there aren't enough subs. Our school list of subs is 10 deep. So if 10 teachers take off because they get paid so much to be substitutes, <laughs> then we are screwed. So it's, uh, you know, more than 10 people took off. So, so we if more did than 10 are off, you have to teach welding and English. I, What's the problem? Yeah. yeah. No, let's just run back and forth. Take it all on. Nobody wants me teaching English. Math I can handle. Nobody wants me in the English department. Well, you have to use a lot of math whenever you're welding, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, math and science I can do. English, I can read it, but man, don't. So had you ever been to a statehouse rally before? Have you been to this sort of thing? No, this was a first. Was very a first very time. First, yeah. first time you got politically involved. Good for him. Yeah, that's something. I mean, I hate that it was under these circumstances <laughs> and you abandoned the kids, but good for you. I'm glad you're getting involved. I, I didn't abandon any kids 100, at 117 all. emails. Let's keep that in mind. 117. That's how many emails I answered from my students who were working on math and science. When they have an e-learning, e-learning day, day, do they like take the welding equipment home and practice on the car? Or what are they like? <laughs> so there's this really crazy thing that happens in welding before you weld, which is usually blueprints, math, and then you have to do a little bit of chemistry to understand what metallurgy or metal you're going to weld, which is metallurgy and actual science. So we get into that, and on an e-learning day, my students do math and science. Man, I thought e-learning days were put in by the uh, Republican legislature, who you guys hate, but you used the e-learning day to go not work and go to the state house and protest. I thought those were put in for uh, snow days. I thought they were supposed to be uh, – they were intended if there is a weather, inclement weather, that's why they put the e-learning day in. I clearly was asleep when that happened, even though I was paying attention. I guess they put them in like five, ten years ago. We just – our community here in Henry County just finally started getting early e-learning days last year. Uh, and not all of the county schools have them yet. So every time they take an e-learning day, poor Charles A. Beard, Knightstown has to go into July because they don't have iPads yeah, yet for all the Knight, kids. Knightstown wasn't closed on Tuesday. Yeah, Knightstown because went. Because of that issue. Yeah. Uh, I talked to my sources down there, and they were about two teachers away from having to close. Really? They had about two more go in. They were going to have to – they were going to be 
in trouble as well. Well, luckily, all the other schools in the county had closed, so they had the pickings of they every had all single of the sub. subs available. Right. <laughs> all Except right for the kids, but you know. So, did you get to meet with any legislators, Stephen? I didn't. I wasn't there for that long at all, honestly. Okay. So the the understanding I had, like the three biggest issues that folks wanted to talk about, uh, was they were concerned about testing. They were concerned about teacher pay and they were concerned about one more thing. This is like how, what three departments do you want to eliminate in, in a debate? <laughs> there was, there was something else that this was worried your oops about. moment. Yes. I believe it's, I believe it's the externships. The externships. Yeah, yes. It's the, and I, last week we did cover that. We talked about if any teachers want to uh, volunteer for three hours, we do offer that here at boss hog of Liberty. You know, it's, they're very welcome. It's 15 hours over five years. And had y'all not been down at the state house protesting, you could have banged out seven of those hours right there. I mean, I don't think 15 hours to learn about your community over five years is too much to ask. But apparently I'm in the minority. Uh, See, the problem is we're Rob. already doing that. All of us are already doing it. And what you've done is wasted more money by saying, hey, these teachers are doing something. Now let's create a group to check on something that they're already doing. So let's just throw money so in the I, trash. So as a business yeah. owner who pays the taxes, I want you to know what I go through to pay your salary that's unreasonable of me no no, no. i'm saying we're you, already doing it you're doing it yeah already every I teacher was, every teacher's doing it i would say like 98 percent. trust me those folks i saw down at the state house had no interest in what i go through to pay their salary trust me absolutely none i talked to them absolutely none so i'm sure you do maybe that's just citizen. you no no no, no 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 i'm no, telling no. you all of these teachers are very so tied you, to their you think you think three hours and again you guys Took seven to go to the state house. You could have banged out seven of the five years right there. Let me fix but, this. The three hours is fine. Paying someone to verify that I'm doing it and wasting that money is the problem. I'm already doing it. Don't make up this fancy thing and say. So you're doing it. Everyone is. Not, every I'm, every I'm teacher call, in the state is doing it. I'm going to say 98%. 98%. I'll say there are. There it's definitely always going to be when those When you were in people. charge of, of a department in the state government. Yeah. You guys, which had, I, ne- I never walked off the job, by the way. You not, never ch- once. No, you were no, never, never sick. Never walked. No, no, no. You didn't take a sick day. You took they a protest did. day. They took there's a sick a, day. There's a Same huge thing. difference. You weren't sick. You were protesting. And you I never saw took a, bunch a personal of them day at the winter circle. You never went on vacation. Let's, let's back up. Let's one at a time here. Allegedly so, boozing. So, Allegedly, none of them actually had drinks at the time. Well, but they, but they did. The guy had a half beer drink. I don't know that we know that they were teachers. They could have been people in red shirts who are day drinkers. They're just we don't know. Red for red shirts. Yeah. Hey, man, you're wearing a red shirt. No. <laughs> I went to Costco and there were people there wearing red Fred shirts that asked me why I was wearing red Fred. And they said, we support teachers, oh. but they just work at Costco. Okay. I, I guess we just disagree. I don't think three hours a year, especially with people who ha- have summers off in many cases, I don't think that's too much for to ask them to. So to summers do. off is definitely a lie. I mean, nobody gets a summer off here. Oh. We don't have students. How many days are you paid to work? I'm paid 180. I work 240 days worth of hours. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good deal as someone who works three jobs to pay the taxes so that you can have that sort of deal. That's a really good deal, my friend. I work so a full-time job. As I someone who came from industry, That's I can tell deal. you for sure that I work harder now than I ever did in industry. But you signed up for that. The same way as when I was the pharmacy board director or when I worked in the auditor's office, I understood I could make a hell of a lot more in the private sector. I was there because I valued the public sector employment and I would have never dreamed of missing work to go protest the taxpayers, which is what you're doing. 
You're protesting. No, no, no. no. We're protesting the state house, not doing things that the they need to do. Taxpayers control the state house. We elect those people, right? And well, those they, people, they kind of those people are not doing. You guys can't win an election, which the the education. <laughs> do they, hold on, there's no you guys. I'm not red or blue. We're, what we're saying here is the state house is not doing things that they've already said they're going to do in a time. That manner. protest was controlled by the AFL CIO. I saw them all over the place. They totally corrupted it. The socialist movement was on the signs. Trust me, my friend, that was political. I don't. You, you may say you don't. You weren't political, but that protest was totally corrupted and co-opted by political movement. I don't think that it was. I I think it's unfair to say that the entire movement was corrupted by it because these people just decided to cabbage on to the movement. People after it in the started. chambers holding signs literally had socialist websites on them. Oh, the I, AFL-CIO organized. No, I understand. It. All, right. All right, let's slow down for a second. What? it's like an hour and a half rob there's no commercial break coming (laughs) so just i don't want you to pass out on me like he's gonna ask me to calm you down she's been texting all right so here's here's my beef and here's the rub of it my wife was a teacher she taught it in mooresville uh and she left the pay wasn't good enough for the stress that was there and she walked with her feet she went to the private sector and did something else I've heard the story from the 20 somethings that I grew up with that got into teaching, went to ball state, went to IU, got into teaching, hung on for a couple of years. And then they left last week. We heard from the teachers that were on this program. 94% of school corporations have unfilled openings. To me, that's a job market that says something's broken. They're talking about pay. The teachers that were here last week said the schools don't need more money, right? They want, the state to get the hell out of their way and to let the school boards actually do it. But they've got a book this thick of regulations and rules from the state, which probably include, Hey, we need to have state auditors come in and make sure that your teachers are going on the outside and they're, and they're doing these volunteer hours or these hours in the community. You, you mean respect the people that pay their salaries and learn how why I work so that they can have checks. Yeah. Wasting $150,000 on I, I mean, I know to what make Jeff sure Smolian I'm working does. in my I, community. I, I know what my employer does. I know the effort he goes through to give me a check. What, and well, think, well, you, I think, work for, you don't work for the state of Indiana as but, a teacher, but when, though. But, but when I did, I had – look, look, realtors have – 40 hours a year, right? I mean, all that when I was in the, the professional licensing agency, well, let's stop licensing all this damn stuff. Well, hey, no, no, no arguments there, local. but the realtors didn't all walk off the job over, over the fact that they had to have external education. If, look, if look, they had the chance to go on a Saturday, if or, the reason this was on Tuesday during a school day is because it was organization day to snow. That it was, was to, the day it was to send a message. No, they want to get on the agenda no, with the legislators. Everything if the legislators were on not, Saturday, they would have been there on a Saturday um, and no, it would have been a problem. They were bragging about shutting these school districts down. We saw Justin Oakley and his goon squad. Every time a school district would shut down, they'd brag about it. And this is what made me want to puke. Fine. You want to protest fine. You would have a political voice. Fine. But when you're bragging about walking off your taxpayer funded job to what you're contracted to do, don't give me this crap that it's for the kids right. when you're so screwing you, the so kids. So you don't like the argument that the way they went about their argument. Do you think they have a beef? 
I, I will believe that they're sincere in their beef when they storm the offices of every superintendent in the state of Indiana and they go protest at every school board member's place of business but and shut them down. The, the that's problem. where the money is. They got $153 million from the state of Indiana last year. There were no strings to it. And 113 it, it goes went, to testing that it, we don't no, even need no, no, to no. do. The pension debt was $153 million. Oh, wait, wait. So we need to do what we're contracted to do, but they don't have to pay us what they agreed to pay us? They that? didn't agree. That was a freebie. They gave you guys no 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 no. we all agreed to a pension they owed it to us when we signed the contract there's a pension in there they owed us that we don't get to say thank you for giving us what you owe us that's not how that works no they agreed to pay off your pension debt which the local school boards the local school corporations are supposed to do me the taxpayer i'm not in your school district I paid off your pension debt. I gave you $153 million. But the it was state, supposed to go to you. The your state superintendent spent the betting money give, wrong. No, your your <laughs> superintendent spent didn't give you the a money damn from dime of that because he used it to buy bright, shiny objects. You go protest him. You got the money. He didn't give it to you. I'll believe you're sincere, but you won't do that because that's who you negotiate your contract with. It's easy to boogeyman Brian Bosma and Eric Holcomb, and you know if I'm siding with those guys, there's a problem. They got Brian Bosma fired Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian Bosma was brilliant because he knocked him off the news by resigning. At, Bri- at, at Brian Bosma, the man that gave the uh, the the speech at my college graduation, by the way. Really, you Indian guys sunk Wesleyan. that low? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was commuter college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look, have you protested your local superintendent? Because I, as a taxpayer, gave you $153 million that was supposed to go to you. None of it's gone to you guys. You know who controlled that money? The superintendents and the school boards. How much does your superintendent make? Too much. Oh, are you protesting that? <laughs> Absolutely. He- I just said it on public air. I believe no, no, too no. Much. I want you to go and to his I office. Think that, I think you, you he took, knows that. You took no. You took a day off work. All you teachers <laughs> took a day off work to go boogeyman Brian Bosma. So wait, hold on a second, Rob. You're you're saying that they that they need to focus on their superintendents, the school boards, and everything like that. But we have we still have fundamental issues that are happening at the state house that they disagreed with. Why do you think that? Why do you think they can't do both? They can do both, but they're not. But here's because the deal. You have if it was negotiate- just local, don't you think people would be just going local and it would be one community, not all of them, no, no, and no, not no. nationwide? These superintendents have done this for years. That's why we have this bullcrap referendum stuff that passes left and right, and it pits communities against each other. What do you guys want? This is the question I've asked. Oh, I've asked very that. simply. Hold on. I can answer that. You've asked it a hundred times. Can I answer? Let's, let's go You've asked this we'll over. We'll come back okay. to you in a second. So. Oakley won't answer it. Nobody answered it on social media. You have $20.4 billion over two years. $20.4 billion. I gave you, out of the goodness of my heart as a taxpayer, and I said on this show and everywhere else, this is a disaster. It's not going to work, and it didn't. $153 million of pension debt paid down, which was supposed to go to you. You have the referendum option, which you can pass. If people want to give the teachers more money in their community, they can do it. You know how I feel about that. We're going to find a way tonight to voluntarily fund some schools, by the way. You saw the shirts. That's coming. So yeah. stay tuned. And I'm all on board. And, God, right. and, and, and God bless. I'm not talking about you specifically. But what well, you are. <laughs> no, because no, no, I'm no. a teacher. So no, you're no, talking no, no, no. about me specifically no, and no, my no. profession. No, 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 no. And what I'm, we're I'm doing. saying, what else do teachers want? What am, as a taxpayer am I supposed to give you? Because I, I, I don't want anything from you. That's the whole point. The state house. Look right here. The state house in 2017 passed a way to not test at all. Pathways. All right, no I-step. In 2023, I-step is gone. If they do that now, right now, they can give every teacher a $1,500 raise, every single teacher in Indiana, $1,500 raise, and save $10 million a year. Cut testing right now. No so, testing. So no accountability. No, 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 no. no accountability. Use 
so this is already done. They've already passed this. It's already done. It's right here. You can read it for yourself. It's done, passed. Twenty twenty. So you don't want any testing? No, I do want testing. I want the testing that's already done nationwide. SAT, ACT. You want and, the federal government to no, be able to control it? Here's the thing. It's already done. Princeton I just controls want the that. Money that's not the federal it. government. What? Look, I, here they, it is. That's it's not, already done. Did you say Princeton? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> Princeton. <laughs> Look, I think that's a school. So um, here's, here's a little little snippet. The Graduation Pathways panels recommend that schools begin allowing students to opt into the new standards in lieu in lieu of, Lou. In lieu of He's a welding teacher. I'm welding. See, no English. <laughs> in graduation of graduation qualifying exams right now, there, none of my students have to pass I-STEP right now. So none of them. My problem is, is why don't we make this grand bargain and say the state's going to fund it because our constitution says we have to. We elect a local school board. School board hires a superintendent. We trust the teachers that they hire, that they employ to decide if you passed or failed, and they can make their own damn decisions. Why do we have to have the state involved and, you know, we complain about when the federal government does it to us, and then we attach strengths from the state level and we pass them down to the the local school boards. Why can't we say, hey, I'm a taxpayer in Newcastle Community School Corporation. We have our tax rate. It goes in. They handle it. They do what they want. If they can't do it with the money that they're funded, then they're going to try to raise our taxes, and I'll be first in line to say, no, you get enough. Uh, Or we need to fund it voluntarily. Okay, okay, but again, the way they went about it was disgusting. Bragging about shutting down communities. So you're mad at one guy or two people. But the teachers teachers that I met weren't bragging about them being done. They're told they can have The leaders were literally telling people, put this on your Facebook page every time we shut one down. They were taking glee and shutting communities down. So move beyond the, the message and try to get to the, hey, 94% of school corporations can't find teachers. My wife left the profession. But I can't move beyond the message because they're literally, this is Soviet-style bullcrap here, man. I, I'm really surprised you're so okay with this because they're creating. I, I, agree with the, I agree with the message because I've seen it. I've watched it happen for 10 years that nobody wants to do the job. So if the market tells you that they don't want to do the job, then I'm not saying the state's the answer. I'm saying the opposite of that. Okay. But I'm saying they have some valid points, and we got to at least so have a conversation so, with so them. So let's say on your drive there, you'd have been in, you'd have been in a car accident, which that'd be awful. That'd be terrible. And you called 911, and you got a busy signal. Oh, sorry, the cops and the firemen and the EMT, they walked off the job today. 911's closed. Moose outside should have told you. You'd have been pretty damn pissed if that would have happened, right? Yeah, but the thing no, is. No, no, we're done. We're done because when you sign up for that job, you know what you're getting into. When I was the pharmacy board director, but I we knew didn't I take the day off. Everyone still works. My students still did assignments. We did not shut state. down any community. Yes, if in did. if in Indiana in November you don't have a place for your kid to go and do an e-learning assignment, you're doing it wrong and it's your problem. We still had our students work. We still worked. We did not shut anything down. I was down there all day. I didn't see much working. In fact, I saw a lot of boozing going on at the winter single. <laughs> so so let's, let's, guys, well, allegedly. What, let's, no, let's talk about allegedly. it. You, <laughs> you, went, you took a lap. You took a walkabout. Yeah. And you went to Winter Circle to bet on. Did you take Colts or uh, Texans? I didn't tonight? bet on this one. No, 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 no. Everyone should have stayed as far <laughs> away from this as they possibly could. I have no idea how that one's going. Run. Run. If you took either side, you are you're losing. I just uh, Oakland Oakland this year is the uh, the over over seven is the uh, is the winning play on the season anyway so you went down to Winter Circle and you took uh, you put money on Dolphins Browns what were what were you yeah, doing down there yeah I took the Dolphins at ten and a half did you and so we we had decided on hey, account of the beatings yeah yeah <laughs> we decided we were going to walk because our our building is at Forty Monument Circle which is right downtown 
we saw all the people out there, we being Jason Hammer of the Hammer and Nigel show. And so we walked around the circle and it was like being in the middle of Lollapalooza. It was like festival atmosphere. There were people literally banging on on red buckets, begging for money. Now, that money didn't go to no good cause. I'm going to tell you that. So you've been to, you've been to conventions before, right? You've been to Republican conventions. You've been I've been to libertarian conventions. There's always the people that are in the uh, the nerds that are in there doing the work. And 80 percent of them are standing there in the convention hall and 20 percent are outside joking around. And some of them are sitting down at the bar. Every time you have 10,000 people together, they're not all going to be where they're supposed to be. Oh. The people like you and me are the ones hanging out okay. in the bar. Well, at the Republican convention people didn't walk off their taxpayer obligated job what well, about no, government shutdowns don't they do what? that all the time teachers aren't republicans they would never do that <laughs> look if what about gonna, government shutdowns if, when if, like the if, house just doesn't show up because they don't like what's well, going on well those democrats on. were punished immensely and i hope you guys get punished for what you did too i mean because you don't walk you. off your taxpayer funded job you don't do that you have an obligation the same way as when i was a public sector employee but we didn't shut anything down you our, did our, people, my kids still worked my kids so, still did assignments they still had homework e-learning some, some schools with e-learning weather and you know that I, but, but they on. still if an e-learning day works designed, like republicans say no, they work it was then it worked exactly like it was no, supposed to was, we had an emergency shortage of teachers you like you had an emergency walk off where you guys coordinated to walk off the job so that's not an emergency let's let's move past uh the walking off of the job because i don't think that we're going to make any headway there and let's talk about the actual issue but how do you just move off find. of it that's part of being a public sector because employee and i say it from experience because i was one there are lots of things i didn't like about the administration i worked for so, some of those folks just got a day off the school corporations could have said instead of saying we're doing an e-learning day they could have had a policy and this is each school corporation if you're mad at the corporation then go talk to your school board member oh that, i've done that, it trust me i'm really that, good about winning elections that, in my school district. absolutely that school corporation is is accountable to the t- to the school boards, so that the superintendents that have policies in the place that say, "Hey, yeah, we're going to allow more than three teachers off, right?" or whatever that number is, they have a policy for absenteeism, and that, that that's on the school corporation for saying, "You know what? Yes, we'll allow some teachers to take personal days, but we're not going to let that many, right?" You, you, it's a first in, first out. At my employer, all the salespeople can't be off on the day. They're going to start saying no, and you need to show up for work. So maybe that's not a con- that's a conversation that you can have with the superintendent of your school that chose to do a red for it to, 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 well, to, to shut down. Well, yeah, the, the superintendents are completely complicit in it because as they were with the pension money when they got that and did absolutely nothing with it other than hoarded it for themselves. Look, when these teachers get outraged at the admin costs, when they get outraged at superintendents making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year plus at IP like they do at IPS and other school districts, when they get outraged at superintendents driving new cars and having cell phone plans and administrators left and right, when they storm the bastilles of their local uh, local school board meetings and demand change, then I'll believe it's legit. Until then, they have been corrupted and co-opted by the AFL-CIO, by these other socialist organizations to do the bidding because they hate Brian Bosma and they hate Eric Holcomb. So Look, we gave them the money. You were given the money. I don't think it's the the money. That's not the issue that I see. It's the testing it's the it's the internship or whatever really? the hell they play. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hear that from many people it, until they got called out on it. Then it suddenly whenever it. I heard money. They, money, they told money. me last week on this show we don't need more money. Yeah, we need it, the state it to get was the hell money, out of our money, way. Money, 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 money. And when you ask these people this question, they won't give you an answer on how much more am I supposed to give you? We want more. 
None, none the, from the taxpayers. The, so I'm telling you right now, yeah. we don't need more of the budget. We need to stop giving it to for-profit schools and stop wasting oh, it. Oh, so African-Americans should should just continue to suffer in their school districts, right? Because African-Americans love charters and voucher schools because they get the hell out of the crap they're in. But they don't deserve that, right? They should continue to suffer with public schools. Is that uh, what you're telling me? No, we should. Now, this is why we're at the state house. if you actually paid attention. So the state house is created – a system where the schools like Carmel, who their kids who are flopping can afford tutors to pass these ridiculous tests, can get more money. And then schools in these districts where students who parents are working multiple jobs that can't do this and are at home and just don't have extra help fail, they get cut. So what has happened is the funding is not equal. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and they are taking away from all schools to give for profit. So what they need to do is first fix the funding formula, that giant 15,000 page book. We need to, that needs to be fixed and stop giving our money to for profit schools. Throw it away and just attach, attach $8,000 per kid and let them go where so it should want all to. go to public schools, right? No vouchers, no, no, no charter schools, screw, screw kids in inner cities, African Americans who love public this. money should not go to private schools. Even if the public schools fail like IPS, even though they passed referendum after referendum, uh, they've just put 290 more million dollars. IPS still, still has an 80% graduation compared to voucher schools at less than 30. Okay. They're not comparable. So the, and so they you don't are have the only answer. I public step. schools are it. And if your public school sucks, you're done. That's what you're telling me. No, because I'm I'm for school choice. I think you should be able to go to a different school and IPS. So I should have to drive 30 miles, 40 miles, 50 miles. Just some of these kids can't even get where they're going. I mean, this this is the thing, right? I mean, it's either this this villainization of giving people the option to go in their communities someplace better because there are a ton of success stories in Indianapolis of these charter schools, of these vouchers, of these of 20 percent graduation rates with no no oversight that we have to with do what you're dealing with, with what you're dealing with, what those kids come from. I would call what they, what they have been able to produce a success. Wait, you just said the IPS schools are trash for dealing they with are. the same They're kids. Absolutely you're, but if your answer if your is success rate is based on your answer kids. isn't to vilify the private schools. Your answer is, is to attach the money to the kid and let the parents decide if they want a public school or a private school or wherever you want. But if you're going to take state money, and this is why homeschoolers have been so adverse to taking state money, because they're considered a, a one or two kid private school is that when you take state money, you let their tentacles and their control get in. And all of a sudden they start to decide more than just, you have to go to school 180 days. So, so if we, so if I, we, I'm fully if, for choice. If you want to attach the money, fine. But once, once you start taking that money, you end up with the, you're opening your doors to policies being in, revolving around staffing, non-discrimination, which goes down the religious line. There are concerns there that I don't think that, some of these private schools want to open themselves up. So, and you have to also talk about count day misuse. Private schools misuse count day. They bring in all these kids, keep them for a week after count day, and then say, oh, your testing isn't high enough. Get out. They get your money, and then you got to go back to your public school because you didn't pass the those test. Are, those are things you can fix, though, if you say we count once every 30 days, right? There are ways around that. We could say we count once every 30 days, we count once a month, and we reallocate your funds on that. We don't have to do it first day or the middle of the school year or the end of the school year. So, so there's we, ways to deal with that can, without blowing the whole can, everything can we, up. Can we agree then if you don't send your kid to public school, if we're going to play this game, if you homeschool your kid, if you send your kid to a private school or you don't have kids in school, should you still have to pay half your property taxes to the school system? Right. I mean, what an advantage, right? You're going to complain about the state giving money to private institutions. 
My dad has lived in the same house for 33 years. I've been out of high school for 17 years. He's paid taxes now longer than I was out of school than in. Should he continue to have to pay? You guys have an unlimited funding source, yet you're talking about a very small sample of the overall funding, and you're trying to boogeyman this stuff like yeah. this is the answer. See, this is the Republican thing. Point two, it's just a little, it's just a small, 0.2%, whatever. When you add all of these things up, it's a large sum of money that could fix a lot of problems. Money hasn't fixed anything with you guys. You got $150 million handed to you last year, handed to you. And we said at the time, it won't make a difference in your pay. Gets, no, gimme, gimme, gimme. And it didn't make any difference because they didn't give it to you. We could gets, give you 100% of the allocated budget. allocated in the state budget, but it does not get – a lot of it doesn't even make it to the local school corporation. But the pension debt did. It was literally in, handing those people money. It was literally free money. And it, it was supposed to go to the teachers. Okay, so Pub- talking about another, the So from the Liberty debt. side, pe- public pensions are a bad, a bad idea, right? And it, and it causes that issue. If we went if, – if we're having the big education conversation now – if it was like where Rob works or where I work, you'd get a matching fund and a 401k and you would, it would have the opportunity to put it in privately. And it is what it is. You would just say, we're done, right? It's funded now. And you have a line in the sand and you don't have a public pension. You don't have public pensions any longer. I've, I've been in con- having that conversation for a long time politically. That solves that problem, right? I, I and you, and you have you current costs, right? At some point I would love to see somebody at the state level have the, uh, have that conversation with the public because public pensions are 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 always going to be an issue, always. But I don't want, like, I don't want to have that fight tonight. I want to yeah. talk about why school why there's 94 percent of school corporations that can't get somebody to do the job, and then they end up with somebody that doesn't have. They basically have to lower and lower the standard, and it used to be you have to have a master's degree to now, well, you have a teaching certificate, and you come on in, and they they drop out after two or three years. People don't want to do the job, and the system is broken. And I, the, what I've heard in the last two weeks as we've been covering this conversation, covering this topic is that there's a whole lot of people in schools that aren't teachers right now. There are aides, there are, there are, there are, it's not just teacher pay. It's that we have requirements from the state that say that you have to have staff to support. There's more staff supporting schools than there was when you and I were in school sure. in the eighties. Right. Let, let, let's get rid of that overhead. Let's get rid of those administrators who make $150,000 a year and don't do anything. I will say though, the best education I ever got was at Ivy tech. And I had a lot of people that weren't teachers. I, I'm all for bringing people in. Adjunct, I mean, can we, right? Yeah. Can we, can we agree? That's a great idea to bring some tech. Like, I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> so we can, we can agree. Right. But, but the union will never let that happen. They will never let these, these people who don't have teaching degrees, Come in and and overtake that. They won't. They won't do that in the contracts, right? So again, I don't have a degree, but but what I'm you saying, don't is, ha- no, but they do. The, there's all sorts of ways to get certified. They, the only thing they want you to do is pass a set of exams to say you are qualified, right? There's a big difference between qualifications needed for all different areas. The thing that's going on right now is these te- a lot of people are not taking any of these tests. Schools are going out and saying, will anyone come sit in this seat? We will get you an emergency license. And then the next year, and then the next year, new person, new person, new person, new person. That is not a good system because anybody who's ever taught knows that you don't get really even okay at it until your third year. Like your first three years, you're doing the best that you can, but it's not really working out. If you are getting non-certified people to come in and just fill a seat year after year after year, you are failing the community, and that's the problem. We should not be letting this happen. That's why we need to get better. 
It's got to get better. There's just no way around it. 90% of kids go to public schools. We've got to do better. How do we do better? Something has to happen. And in your view, as a, as a person who's wearing the red for red shirt, um, is, is the answer, uh, more oversight from the state or is it the state, uh, taking their fingers out of the pie, so to speak. That's definitely the issue. A lot of the money that we get is spent right back with the state. It's like I give you, I say, here, Dakota, here's $10 to go buy lunch, but you have to spend all of it where I want you to spend it and buy $5 of my stuff. Like you, It's not money that's just given to schools to say, hey, do what you think is right with it. It's money given to schools and then mandated, do this, 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 and this. And with what's left, hopefully you can staff. That's not right. Is that something you would agree with, Rob? I think there are a lot of a lot of issues. But again, look, when we did the property, ta- and, and this comes from a perspective of having dealt on a local level with this, when we did the property tax caps, there was an additional tax added, right? People really aren't saving that much. There was an additional tax, especially for teachers. There are property taxes of which 50% of what most communities pay, some more, some a little less, go to, to buildings and maintenance and everything else. And that's not enough. So we do the referendums. So there's taxes for this. There's taxes for that. $20.4 billion goes goes to the schools. It, it never, ever ends. It, it, it will not end. And it's like it's like the system that we keep seeing in the Democrat debate. Oh, the government's wrong on this. The government's wrong on that. But we need more government. Like it, it, it doesn't work for that's, me. That's what I'm trying to say is that the state's not your solution. Right? I'm not saying the state's the solution, but what I'm saying, but you're saying they have to do this. They have to do this auditing of, of how, how the teachers are spending their so, time. So how are you going to ensure somebody did it? Just trust them. Yeah. You give it to the school board yeah. and the school board's accountable to the taxpayers. So These look okay, at it like so, this, but I'm a welder, right? As a first, you hire me to weld something. You don't weld. Do you, are you going to come and look at my weld and say, that weld's no good. You didn't do it right. I'm going to say, no, you're not a welder. I'm a welder. You hired me. You're paying me to weld. Trust me to do my job. That's it. Very simple. Teachers hired to teach. So just, so just trust you. I, as a taxpayer, as your boss. See, I would know what the end result is, though. And quite frankly, the end result of public school, and I don't think it's necessarily Brian Bosma's fault, doesn't work. And no, I don't trust the school boards because in my community, you know what they told the community? Uh, if we don't raise taxes by $100 million, and all five of these goofs voted for it, if we don't raise taxes by $100 million, kids could die in the halls. So you, so you, you defeated the referendum, which is the right thing to do. Right, but I, I want to finish this because right. this is who I'm being told to trust, that uh, I'm being told to look to. These people are clueless. They have no idea what they're doing. We've seen it happen in Avon. I just saw it happen in Danville. These are the people you're telling me who literally told a community because they're dumb enough to believe it. Either they're pathological liars or they're dumb enough to believe it. And I think they're just dumb enough to believe it. that kids literally were going to die in the hall in Brownsburg. I walked in and said, no, here's how you do this with no referendum. I'm not on the school board. I shouldn't know more about this than these people But you still raise the money. No. No, they voted no. The referendum failed, and they did by force what I told them that they had to do, and they built everything they wanted to build, the exact same project, without a tax increase. But you still came up with the money. But it still happened. But it still happened. Is, is the money the still came up. You didn't raise taxes, but you still they found a way to get but the these money. Are, no, no, they because had of, to. Because if they'd of, have had their way, they would have raised the taxes. These are the people you're saying, trust me, they're overseeing everything. But well, they still but got you it. Have, you, uh, you have accountability with the school board. No, you, you don't. You can run against them. You can you can run candidates and you can have and, this conversation. And you can do the thing that you just said that you did and become so should, active. So, so I should have to spend every year, just my entire life, my time, my effort, my money to oversee a bunch of idiots. 
It's your job. Or vote them That's out. my no, job. I'm a, no, it's, I'm a no, citizen. You're a citizen. It's your job to yeah. make sure that the people on your school that's, board, and, your community. And, and, that's and, why we're a republic. We, we all know that if a Rob Kendall does not live in every, every what, community. Do you have a better chance of influencing a school board member or your state senator? In my case, a state senator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all all right. My school corporation. The, but the average citizen can they can run into their local school board member. They probably know them by name and their cousin goes to church with them. Right. Right. But, but, the, but, the, but the, you're dealing with 900 teachers in the case of Brownsville. You're dealing but with you 900 just, school employees. But what you're Who are they going to listen to? Here, Some guy they run into at Walmart. What you're or suggesting here, Rob, is you just made fun of the Democrats in the debate saying that the government was so corrupt, but we need more government. And here you are saying that the government is corrupt, but we need it to be controlled by the bigger government. No, I'm saying I don't think three hours a year for you to go out in the community. It's as simple as you could go to a chamber of commerce meeting and it would qualify. I don't think that is an unreasonable ask. I, don't, I think right. anybody should want to. Right. That's so they, not the so there problem. Were, there were three big asks. I don't know if anybody needs to die on that hill, right? Uh, three hours of, of time over 50, you know, 15 hours over five years, whatever that is. Take it or leave it. I don't care. I think it's silly to expect the state to administer that, but okay, whatever. The the money, the teachers on our show last week said, we don't need more money. We need you to get out of the way. But do they, but can I, I'm, I'm yeah. being sincere because these are, this is the only people I'm hearing this, this from that we don't need more money. The chance that I heard there being there, it was a lot about money. They said that they needed more money at their local schools. They said they needed funding. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they need more of the budget. That could just mean like what Steven's saying. We need to cut things that we need to cut the bloat in the education budget so to co- get more money it, to the schools. Hey, hey, I'm with you. So it comes back to when you're going to storm the superintendent's office and demand he or she comes up that fat but $250,000 it's not, contract. It's not just the superintendents. It, there's blow like, at the like, state level that's that like could be blaming the, lar- the high High CEO pay though too. You're starting to sound like AOC. No, because it's public, it's public. <laughs> it's public money. I have no problem with a private corporation pays people. If you don't like right. it, you're you're free to walk off. It's what I have a problem if the UAW wants to strike or whatever. That that's their business with a private company. But when it's so blatantly obvious in front of us that these people who we all know don't earn their salary. I mean, we all know, right? Should a, should a superintendent be getting a quarter of a million dollars a year plus a car plus a cell phone plus health insurance benefits? Come well, on, that's, man. That's, that's Hendricks County should a, money. Should a, should a football <laughs> coach be making yeah. $110,000 over, over here in year? Henry County, we might give him an old GMC Jimmy. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll believe that when the – this is what I'm saying. You're right on a, lot of, uh, on a lot of things teachers are upset about. But I'll believe it when the effort is dispersed equally. And I'll believe it when you don't try to boogeyman people. The third issue is the testing. And I think they've already moved the needle on the testing. I think they're going to win that. Yeah, it's Republican done. Gene Lysing filed a bill saying they're going to hold them harmless through 2023. So after 2023, your problem solved. And between now and then, they this just bill that Lysing filed. They not do it so we don't spend the money on it. It's right. $113 million to say – this is pointless. My kids don't even take it. Most of them, they take it and go sleep through it because they know they don't need it to graduate. I have, I have 18 seniors this year. Four of them have passed it. The rest retake it and go sleep. Why are we spending that money? They don't need to pass it. It's laid out right here. All of them have Google. They know how to get this. They know they don't have to pass it. Their counselors tell them they don't have to pass it. Why are we spending $113 million a year for kids to sleep for two hours in school and teachers can't do anything about it? Literally nothing. They say, here's, here's your computer. Put your name on there. 
But he was already going to put that forward. He had already announced he was going to put that forward before this protest was even formed. This has been in the works for a long time. Abdul and I talked about this, that this that this bill to end it in 2023 had already gone forward. So, I mean, is that really worth shutting entire communities down over over this one thing? It's this one thing in a multitude of things. But, yeah, it needs to be stopped. If if the state already knows it's useless. We already – they've already agreed this data is not useful. Why are we going to pay for it for another three years? It's also it's also four. not just school corporations, four, four, but yeah, there's sorry, also four. the coupling of iLearn to teacher evaluations. And that's another thing that's that Lysing is – she is introducing that bill that I was, would expect is going to become law. If these guys want to keep their jobs – and I've been having this fight with the, with the South, Southeastern Indiana Democrats that they say this is political and you have to elect Democrats. I said – this is political, but don't let it be partisan because they don't need you to show up, Democrats. Republicans are going to be the ones that have to have to deal with this issue in this session. I think that the 12,000 people that showed up at the state house are going to win on that message. Good. Okay, great. That's fine. But again, it comes back to, and it's the question I asked earlier, and again, no one has an answer for. What if you called 911? What if the cops and the firemen and the EMT were all mad about something and it says, screw it, we ain't going to work. And you called 911 and you got a busy signal. It's uh, actually happening. You got a volunteer society. I bet you put it on social media and there'd be a, re- a hero on the side of the road in an hour or less, Rob. No offense. I don't want you showing up if I call 911. I would assume that if all of the police officers and all of the EMS professionals uh, were on strike and had walked out, it would be pretty big news. And I know. Uh, I know my brother-in-law and, left his house as a as a off-duty fireman and went to a fire in Shelbyville last night. He was going to have a steak dinner with my with my sister, his wife. Okay, and but, and, they, and he he went into work. But the but the point I, he is would have you, gone whether he was paid it, or not. But the point is, if a hundred and five or fifteen or whatever it was, fire and police departments shut down, you wouldn't be able to cover it. It couldn't happen, and people would be outraged, and they should be. Again, I'm not kids, say- kids missing a day of school, and you having a daycare interruptions as bad as a car crash. No, I'm saying that for a lot of people, they couldn't find daycare. I know a lot of people Again, who lost in a lot Indiana, of money that day. In Indiana in November, if you don't have a plan for a closed school, your kid is probably one of the reasons we need a big raise. Okay, so because you say it, you say it, right? Because you say it. Six days before, e- we didn't have school here because e- we had a snow e- day. E-learning days were supposed to be for weather. And once again, they gave you guys an inch and you took a mile. They were supposed to be for weather. That's why they the were put in there. The school corporation let them use an e-learning day. The school corporations to are make, totally in cahoots. Make so that you distinction. won't challenge them. The superintendents, of course, they're behind you it's, because they never want you to look at them. They always want you to paint Brian Bosma as the bad guy. I agree. If I were yeah, them, I'd I agree be in with, with them too. For sure. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So we went to the – 10 years ago, uh, before I started teaching, teachers went to the union. They 10 years ago, this. you had to be in high school. I had just graduated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were in you 07? Were terror. 07. Yeah. 07. Yeah, year and before me. In 07, I was a reason teachers needed a raise. No doubt about it. This I'm there guy with you. definitely, everyone that taught me needed way more money for putting up with me, for sure. Uh, so basically, here's the timeline. You guys are just catching up. This has been going on for 10 years. They went to the union. The union said, it's the superintendents and the school board. The superintendents and the school board said, it's the state. So now what the state needs to do is fix their problems and send it back the other way. The people that showed up aren't the people that are – the people that showed up are the ones that are stubborn enough to, to still be working for less money and than they should be. They, by all rights, if you looked at the market wages, they can go – Stephen can go leave his job today and probably make $20,000 more next year. 
if he didn't stick it out and be a teacher. Then, then he should do that. And He's a hero no for, that. for still doing this. You should do that if, you, if that if that's what the market dictates. There are a lot of benefits to being a teacher, though. And I get really tired of hearing these teachers on social media going, oh, you should come in my classroom and, and do my job for a day. Well, I used to all the time. I used to be the number one most asked guest speaker at Brownsburg Schools. You know why they stopped asking me? Superintendent mandated it. Why? Because I beat a referendum. It was about money. <laughs> Literally, I mean that's a true that's a true story. I mean, I got the photo of the kids. You want to come talk in Newcastle? You, hey, I come talk anywhere. Do you really believe that being a public speaker is the same as teaching I spend, a spending day? a day in a classroom doing what teachers ask me to do to help educate kids on what I do and how their government works? Hmm. I, I that's a day of my time. I took it off work. Right. My my business. Did that you have I own. papers to grade after you left? No, I had to go back you, to work you to pay have the taxes to, for the did teachers. Did you have to fill out because the, as, a, as a business owner, have to fill it doesn't out the paperwork end. for the no, state. No, I went back to work. I went back to work. So I like every teacher I that works a, a night job, like this guy. Okay, who, and I work th- <laughs> and I work three jobs. I last year I worked two jobs okay. and donated plasma. Congratulations! <laughs> like, God bless you. Bodily <laughs> fluids. I, there were but, bodily but, fluids but, involved. I teach because I believe the bottom line is important. I believe the kids who are in the bottom need an opportunity to do better than their parents. Parents. And God bless you for that. But and, that and doesn't mean that. that I should have to sacrifice everything. What are you sacrificing? I work not, I'm not talking about salary. I'm talking hourly, right? Okay. My hourly rate is $10 an hour less than what I'm worth. Okay. And you've made that choice and that's fine. Right. The same, right, way, but, as what, the same way as when I was on town. So council, he's, he's and, warning the people that people like him, he's warning the citizenry. Hey, here's your chance. You're going to lose me. And it's going to be a hell of a lot worse when the teachers are lesson. They did walk and you blame them for walking. No, 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 no. We're already. (laughs) See, but that's the thing. All the teachers, we don't have enough teachers. We're at 94% schools unfilled. 94% 94 of of all teaching jobs. 94% of school corporations have uh, vacancies they can't fill. Yeah, we cannot fill. So teachers are, they're doing exactly what you want. Hold on a second. I have a question for Rob. So whenever you did those, whenever you did those uh, speaking engagements at the high whenever school, whenever I was asked, I went. Yep, yeah. elementary school, high school. Did you have right. to walk off your job to go fulfill that? No, I, I owned a he business. Worked for himself. <laughs> I, I worked for myself. He's I went, not always been successful radio, Rob. <laughs> but he I, was you know, he's small but, business. But you know Rob. what? I, you know what I did? I did do it when I was pharmacy board director, and I would, and I was still on town council. There were days where I would go to work. I would ask for some time off to go speak to classes. I would take my personal time off that I had. I'd go speak to those kids. I'd come back to work. Then I'd go to a town council meeting. You know how much money I made when I was pharmacy board director working 12-hour days? $45,000 a year. I never once complained about it because I signed up for it because I cared about the greater good. When I was on town council, I made $13,000 a year. It came out to five cents an hour. I did it because I loved the position. According to the data that we pulled for the show notes, uh, the average teacher salary in the state of Indiana is roughly $54,000. Boy, I wish I'd had that when I was pharmacy board director. That's awesome. Yeah, but that is skewed so hard by the the tenured folks. If you talk about the – I'm going to ask a teacher in the back. What was your starting salary? Thirty-six thousand yes. straight out of college. That's a lot more than I made straight out of college. Sounds like you made a bad decision in college. Should have took welding. <laughs> <laughs> we're I, we're I, fools for going to college, right? I mean, it's just I, well, I, trust me. That's why it took six years to get out. But but <laughs> I, 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 it really angers me when I see these teachers say, "You should come into my classroom and see what I do. You should come do my job because I pay your salary. You couldn't I, do what I do either." I mean, Abdul and I were talking about this today on the State House Happenings podcast. Let's see you, a teacher do what Abdul does, which is 
He's a lawyer. Rob has, or Abdul has about five jobs. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, he, let's see you lawyer. Let, let's see you do a successful radio show. I've tried. Let's They've see, asked me not to. Let's see. Let's see you. Let's see you write a successful let's see you, get a column. Let's see you build a space shuttle. Oh, wait, I did that. And then I'm oh. telling you, teaching is harder. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here telling you I did that. But that's, but that's I built moral. prototype nuclear. I built prototype nuclear components. So you're a big bang theory guy. Uh, yeah, but well, that, that's totally different. Uh, right. So I, I worked in a company that only four companies in the world work on the stuff that they work on. And I'm telling you right here, teaching is harder. Oh, okay. So but what you're, you're saying there, right. But you're saying, come do my job. It's what you can't do it. I did it. I worked in the industry. I did it. I chose to come back because I feel like this is something that is needed. I don't want to leave these students with someone who doesn't have my qualifications because I can't afford to be there because I keep losing money. This year, as a family, we lost $300. $300 we lost to our insurance changeover. That's after a $1,000 raise. So you got a $1,000 range and your Obamacare screwed you for 300 bucks more. I'm not going to say yeah, that. We'll, we'll but it was, I mean, that was a whole thing that happened. Thir- $1,300 increase in your family's premiums. Yeah, and everything you got a thousand that changed. We ended up losing $300. I don't want to take my skills elsewhere, but I might have to. The whole point in Red Fred is me saying I'm a qualified person that wants to help these people. Why can't I make enough money to be able to stay in it and not have my kid on free and reduced lunch? Why is that such a big ask? All right. We're going to put a pin in this conversation for a minute. And we're going to explain the (laughs) t-shirts. I have a thank you to send out uh, to Sports Corner Elite and Seth Lee, who's in the chat, local screen printer, local. They make all the Newcastle apparel that you want. Try high apparel and, you know, uh, Blue River football. Any that's a that's a joke for the Henry County people. They'll make all your local apparel. They turned around this dream of mine in less than less than a day. Everybody's had these red for Ed shirts. And I thought. Tonight, there has to be something special. Rob, you came all the way from Indy. Oh, yeah. So we made the Red for Rob t-shirt, and that's been the hashtag tonight. And, uh, These are nice shirts. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm very, very nice. excited. And the so, folks, the fine folks down at Sports Corner, that's, that's where and, these And you from. went and picked them up and did the yeoman's work. And I, I did all the, I did the legwork. I designed it. I asked them to make it. I think they look pretty damn good. I think they're fabulous. So there's a little link. And the profits are not going to go to us. We're going to exploit Rob's name and likeness <laughs> and image. And it's going to go to Steven's program. All right. All right. Which we greatly appreciate. <laughs> Welding rod is expensive, what, especially what, aluminum. What is the program? You should tell everybody about the, about the program. All right. So uh, our program is uh, I teach welding and it's a dual. It is a dual credit program where my students are actually in college in high school. So my students graduate from Ivy Tech with a technical certificate in welding at a minimum. Um, and then our the way that we fund our program is partly through donations and a lot of fundraising, a lot of fundraising. So right now we have two fundraisers going on. We're building uh, snowmen, small love sculptures, little trinkets like that. And then we are also selling for Newcastle people, we have four more benches to sell that are like the ones that are down. We'll sell them to anybody. They don't have to be just Newcastle people. Uh, you may have to pick them up in Newcastle, but you guys build actual, to actual benches. Yeah, like sitting benches. Uh-huh. They're, uh, yeah, they're uh, 
I'll try and you check around town need one on- for the immoral estate, Mrs. Mrs. M over here. <clears throat> oh, this might get expensive. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob. <laughs> might get expensive. Uh, We've had some recent vet bills that may uh, may get in the way uh, <clears throat> of uh, of the. That's I mean, my that's big really, sweeties in trouble. That's Rob. phenomenal that you guys take take those skills and and apply them into the into the real world. It's yeah, you no, know, the the career center is a, a giant asset to our entire community. I whenever I was in high school, I decided that I wanted to do the building trades program, and so we built uh, two houses in the two years that I was there, and that was just because I kind of liked doing stuff like that, but I didn't know that that's what I wanted my career to be in. And as a high school student, I was always told that I needed to go to college. And uh, whenever I told my school counselor my senior year that I was thinking about not going to college uh, and going to trade school instead, she actually told me I'm, I was too smart to not go to college. (laughs) And so then I, I went, I even went to, I went to orientation and everything and I was going, I think I'd signed up for a psychology degree, right? The universal degree. That's the last for, thing we needed. For, I don't really, well, the psychology undergrad degree is kind of the universal. I don't really know what I want to do it's yet. Pretty, that'd be good for you. Cause you're kind of a Zen master, right? <laughs> like you're always, so, always calm guy, <laughs> something like that. So I, I was, I went to orientation and everything and I was just like, you know what? I really, I, I don't want to waste the money was, that was my big thing. I don't want to come out of school with debt and not still not know what I want to do. So I went back to, uh, to trade school. I joined the, uh, electrical union in Muncie and went through their apprenticeship. Um, but that never would have happened if it wasn't for teachers like Steven who were, who was guiding me along the way. I had Trevor stout, uh, whenever I was in school, uh, just showing me things and going, Hey, yeah, you're really talented at this. And I think you can make a career out of it. And that was an option I didn't know that I had. So if you go to tchip.com slash red for Rob, it is you can get your red for Rob t-shirt. And, and we're the gonna, proceeds are gonna help out the school. And we're gonna promote this tomorrow on Chicks on the Right. We're gonna get that out there as well. We're gonna take a picture tonight, share it with your friends, tell folks, buy it. Little piece of boss hog swag. <laughs> cause cause it in all in all seriousness, it whether whether we there's things we agree on, things we disagree on, whatever. We have a lot of fun with this. He does the Lord's work, right? Absolutely. I mean, he literally does the Lord's work. He's working for less money than he's worth, and our community is better off for it. Yeah, and 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 I, I wholeheartedly agree that we need to figure out a way to keep well-qualified people. We have a little disagreement on it, exactly what the best way of that you're, is. You're mad think, about the mechanics of how this happened, but we, we yeah. both see the same problem. Sure, absolutely. Right? The mechanics of that, I we understand. Um, and I, you know, it, once again, if you go back and listen to last week's episode and I encourage everybody to go back and check, check out episode 138, the, the teachers union folks and us, we agreed, get the federal government out of it, get the state government out of it. And let's just do it locally. That's if, if they were like, sign me up today. That's and don't drink on the job. We drink here. We encourage drinking, Rob. <laughs> those, those could have just been spouses. Our, we, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob, do you realize? Real, real quick. Do you realize that uh, people have been calling for you? You've been Alicia uh, last week was in 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 your chair. Oh, I didn't realize it until after I had already talked to you that she had written on your wall and you shared it and you've had. Honestly, I'm worried about your health, your your health and your safety. Have, so have you had people starting the, your car for you, Rob? Hey, you you have been you, you got to be. It's been a hell of a week. Well, see, here's the thing. 
you know, when they doxed me and put my address out there, <laughs> it's like my address was public for four years as an elected official. So I, look, yeah, but not the new house, the shiny one. That, that's true. If yeah. they egg that, that brick is yeah, that, new, I was in an apartment at the time. So that wasn't that, that big a deal. Yeah. And that's kind of what has been disappointing is uh, look, we can be civil about it, right? Like we had a very civil conversation. This is the, uh, we're going to show you the, bench. the benches, the love benches. Oh well, my gosh. They're, they're so phenomenal. Good. And they look like they're Robert Indiana, the local yeah. pop artist, uh, the fame. And so you guys put these together. Yes. Uh, so that was, if you walk around downtown Newcastle, they are love, hope, uh, they're the four letters. Uh, I don't know what they all say. What's, what's one of those benches roll for? If we're playing prices right over the over under. So not powder coated would be three hundred, and powder coated would be four hundred. That's a heck of a deal. Fancy, fancy. Yeah, that is nice. That'd look nice in your front. front I would have busted. I really would have busted expensive. on that one. And if you want to see one, we have Instagram. It's at NCCC Welding. So at N three C's Welding on Instagram, we've got all the stuff on there that you can check out. So and, and it, it, just real quick, in, in all seriousness, the reason I leave my Facebook page open, like I don't have private Facebook. If you're my friend or not, you're welcome. I, I only got. Have you lost this. friends this week? Oh, by the way, is the number gone down? <laughs> I lose. Look, it's so weird because I've got like 300 friend requests in my inbox, but then I lost like 20. So I figured, you know, whatever. It's They're fine. making room, but it's it's. It's this thing of it's like I leave an open Facebook page for people who don't disagree, who do disagree with me. Like I believe in the in the dialogue. Like I don't want to live in an echo chamber. But you can't use the profanity. You can't threaten people. You can't dox people. And Doxing is so twenty. So, so, so summer twenty nineteen. Suggestive language. Those are my like only rules, right? And people manage to violate those, and I have to like kick them off the page. But I leave my Facebook page open because I so believe in the in the public dialogue. Got another you disagree picture. with me. This is so. This is he also made the uh, the love sculpture that's in the arts park. The very first couple to get engaged were Stephen and his his oh, lovely bride over goodness. here, Alicia, and then Boy, co- copycat Jer. Really, you really? Da- you, how did he convince you? Would <laughs> <laughs> you lose a bet or what? Copycat Jer, I did the same thing uh, well, later that's, later that's, that year, and that's a, where that's where the lovely Sarah so, Potter and oh, I got engaged. Same question. So, <laughs> yeah, she lost a bet. She's stuck with me. We're really? settled. I tell her all the time, we're settlers, Sarah. For, for like Rob TV. and everyone listening, just just to try to sell the the uh, the red for Rob shirt. These aren't like thirty bucks. They're super no. affordable. No, they are they are sixteen dollars and seventy five cents. It costs six dollars to make the shirt, so ten dollars goes to awesome. the Newcastle Career Center. There's also red hooded sweatshirts. Oh, and it's, it's, it's campfire season. So, red for Rob around the campfire. Those are $31 and $15 of that will go to the career center. And there's also uh lady shirts. I think like $9 and 70 cents goes like, to like, the like, career center with the lady shirts because there's a pink tax on and those. La- and ladies, lo- <laughs> ladies love me. So that'd be great. Uh, it, Did and, you really and, tell them to get back in the kitchen? Oh, <laughs> I heard that on the radio, and I almost crashed my car. Rob, look the, here. And, and again, How did did Haley even make you dinner this here's, week? Here's I, here's the thing. I used it. the phrase "bitchin'," and he took that to mean I was talking about women. And it was like, no, I would say that about a dude, right? Like I don't, you know, it's 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 very 1990s rap esque. I mean, you know, I just said stop bitching and get to work. <laughs> and, <laughs> and somebody told me when I put it up, they're like bitching in a negative way. Because I, I, I didn't think, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. And somebody at, at work goes. 
They're going to get you on that one. <laughs> I was like, why? So like, why is because we have to set through 18 hours of video training every single 18 hours of video training about what we can and can't say. Listen, do. bud, I'm in the private sector and I wish mine was only 18 hours. Oh, man. It's you ridiculous. have it so easy. Here. You guys have yeah, briefings. So, I, mean. I, I will get you on that one. So what's and the link? I will say to teachers. Um, Teachimp.com slash red for Rob. That's right. The campaign details on the page, how we're trying to sell it. It says, if you visited Rob Kendall's Facebook recently, <laughs> you, <laughs> you have probably Kick been back told. Kendall's not getting yeah. anything out of this. You have likely been told to voluntarily fund your local schools instead of asking for a tax increase. So we decided to make that possible by starting hashtag red for Rob. Every time you purchase a t-shirt, $10 will be gifted to the Newcastle Career Center. And if you purchase a sweatshirt, your gift will increase to $15. It's time to show Rob Kendall what we can actually do voluntarily funding the schools and help out a tremendous vocational school at the same time. So I I don't want to scare you. But I'm sending this shirt that I'm wearing with Chris Bangle tomorrow. Oh. I expect a photo. Our syndicator, Chris Bangle. Yeah. He and the uh, Leaders and Legends podcast are coming to the MS building, and they're interviewing Mr. Samoan tomorrow. Whoa. So Bane, Bane will be this, there, too? Yeah. This is uh, this is going straight to the top. Wow. They're all going to know very, about Red for Rock very tomorrow. excited. <laughs> and if he doesn't buy a shirt, <laughs> piss. My boss, true story, my boss <laughs> called me on Saturday after I put that initial post up, and it got to 1,000 comments within a day. He's like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you're nervous or not. Dockish got suspended for a week. I don't know what this is going to do, Rob. Uh, they were, they're pretty lenient with me. <laughs> I, look again, Facebook's open, but let's, cause I believe in the dialogue. I, you know me, I love the haters more than I love the people who love me, but you've been enjoying the memes, but let's, let's keep it. No profanity, no sexually suggestive language, no doxing, no threatening. All right. All right Those are the rules. That's pretty fair. And then you can come on there and disagree with me all you want. All right. We have we have some Newcastle news that we need to cover really quick. Some local news that's been going on because we are a local show. So we are a local show, but the stuff we talk about happens in everybody's town. That's the premise of the Boss Hog Podcast. That's true. Is but. that the crap that we talk about? Whether it's this, which has become a state issue, um, we have listeners all over the country: Ohio, Hawaii, New York, Indiana, Wisconsin. Folks all over the country listen to this, and the same stuff we talk about. The names change, but the, it's exactly the same issues. Yes. So the the thing the big thing that we've been talking about, especially with the Newcastle City elections, that uh, we had the election series where we had the candidates come in and roll through through election season and talk to each other in a nice conversation, very much like the one we had here today between the two of you guys. Uh, we talked about the Castle Theater and whether or not the city government should be owning buildings because our mayor made a comment that they had put in an offer. But a pending sign soon was put up in the old Castle Theater, and we learned that it was not the city of Newcastle that the pending offer was from. Oh. Well, the newest news on that is that the theater is back on the market, and the pending sign was taken down this past week. Uh, So if if you want to buy a a very classical theater in beautiful downtown Newcastle. Like when you say theater, you mean like a stage theater? 
Well, there is a, a movie there. theater. It's both kinds. There is a stage. There is a stage there. Country and western. Oh. You can do both. <laughs> you can turn it into Bob's put, country. You can put the chicken wire up, and you can have your country concert. You know they did that in Franklin, and it was immensely successful. That that old theater. Is Franklin it? has one. Shelbyville has one. Yeah. It's like a monorail. We got next thing we're gonna you need is a red a line. Monorail. And, yeah. and that's kind of how they revitalized the Vogue too. Whatever that was thirty years ago. I mean what, that place was a dump. What I'm waiting on now is for our favorite uh, our favorite public defender Sean Rao. Uh, and also beer aficionado to come on and uh, open his brewery. Yeah, and and stick it in there. in that in that spot. No, no Make joke. It a brewery, a music. I know Rob great. brings huge ratings, and there's people listening going, "What is this Newcastle?" I'll tell you what Newcastle is. Newcastle is the <laughs> biggest city in the state of Indiana that doesn't have a brewery yet. <laughs> The it's true. biggest one without a brewery. We are next. I get teary eyed every really? time I get off the seventy exit and That's roll sad. past the Steve yeah, Alford Inn, man. It's just. Do you notice the shoe has a new color this year? Yeah, I know. We that. are excited. And what to say? Go pack on the on the. We, we are all Nevada now. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Newcastle for Nevada. That's God, the next it's, T-shirt. It's, I just I get I get a weepy every time I come past the shoe. Throw out that UCLA true, stuff. True That's story. last year. Boss Hog gave me the tour of Henry County one time. We, we did. We went to the uh, Wright Brothers uh, Museum and uh, <laughs> we went was, to Summit Lake. It was. You saw. You saw the Memorial Park and the the Saddle Club. We did it all. It was awesome. We had a grand day. There, there's a giant airplane at the Wright Brothers Museum. It was great. There's so much more to show you, Rob. Oh, two point new trails. Yeah, Newcastle is, is awesome. And for people who don't know. We also have a nature preserve, Trojan Woods, right across the street from high school. <laughs> Steven is working on putting in some new bike trails someday. Someday. Someday, someday. it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I saw the equipment showed up this week, so that's got to be going well. Steven, yeah, all that so, equipment to work on the nature preserve that's a drain. Back to uh, back to real quick. I can't believe that I didn't mention this before. Back to talking about uh, you know forcing our teachers to volunteer in their off hours. Uh, Steven was accused of being a... And this was directed in a very mean and disgusting tone towards him <laughs> as a habitual volunteer. That was. <laughs> they said it like it was the worst thing ever. The most unfortunate. Dirty, dirty volunteer. The most unfortunate thing about that whole interaction is it was before the OK Boomer meme exploded. Oh, oh what, man, that would have been the perfect. Perfect. Go back and add it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go back. What was the context? So, uh, Go ahead, Stephen. So there is a woods across the street from the high school. A preserve. Nature preserve. It is not a nature preserve. That's the biggest Facebook problem. told me it was, Stephen. Okay. I read it on the internet. It has, a, it has had a sign in front of it that says <laughs> nature preserve. Well, it's been labeled. <laughs> so <laughs> what if you put a sign out there that says future home of Chick-fil-A? Does that make it true? <laughs> so that makes it a nature preserve, right? <laughs> This nature preserve is the city water runoff for the neighborhoods. <laughs> Literally has human feces in the creek in the nature preserve. That's natural. Supernatural. And uh, so I had an idea. There's already trails there, right? These trails are already existing. Natural had, trails that were created by teenagers and deer. And loggers way back then. <laughs> And I had an idea of just going in and fixing the erosion problems on the trail and then putting up some real signage. Somehow, through the verbiage in the paper, putting it next to, I guess, a little more context. We recently got a skate park that everyone over the age of 50 hates for some reason. <laughs> um, and damn kids. Through the verbiage in the local paper, 
it read like skate park in the nature preserve. <laughs> and all of a sudden there were a group of people that thought I wanted the entire woods plowed and flattened and turned into concrete. And it just and, went and some, and, and a lady said, uh, you have habitual volunteers out here like Steven Vitito. <laughs> Steven, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 31. Okay. He's 31. He's built a rocket. He, uh, he can build a nature preserve and he's fighting with some idiot over here. He's probably like, what a dumbass, man. I mean, we barely got through college boss hog. And yet he wasted his evening. Come hang out with us. Ivy tech, man. I got my, I got my diploma and it's framed proudly. Yeah. Proudly. Where where did you, uh, seriously, where'd you go to, what's your degree? Like, I don't have a degree. I did not go to build a rocket without a degree. So I learned how to weld in high school. The parts of a rocket. Yeah. Not the whole thing. We built the... Yeah, I don't think there's any unimportant part of a rocket. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like an airplane. (laughs) So I was like the rowdiest kid, right? And I just ended up in welding. Uh, Got hurt. Had a baseball scholarship. Got hurt. Lost it. And then went to work. And my teacher hooked me up with this job that I did not deserve. Like, there's, I did not have the skills to work at this place. And... I just happened to be good enough at math that they put me with a guy who didn't like math, who was really, really, really good. And I got to work on all of these crazy things and got good because this guy, his brother and his boss cared about me. Right. Like I was, I had no business working on this stuff, but these three guys, my teacher and these three guys that I worked with literally put hours i mean millions of hours into making me not useless <laughs> so, so going forward you have to end every every time you're in an argument with someone but what do i know i just build a rocket i yeah. do that to my kids all the time <laughs> no wait 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 wait. let's brag on your kid for a minute too you it, beside all of this junk you're doing you very well may be raising an olympian uh she's pretty good at swimming <laughs> i don't know it's, she's like winning national level stuff at 12 years old, 13 years old, 13. Yeah. 13. Uh, she's got almost all of our Newcastle club records. And, uh, some of those were set by a girl that you guys went to the Dakotas, went to the Dakotas for a national swimming meet. And then she placed I don't in have every event that she was there, you know, as a pool, <laughs> I, it is, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely competition worthy, uh, for white estates. It yeah. is one of the top two pools in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> the public neighborhood pool might have them beat though it's in the top two at least there's no pee in yours we're, on on, most we're a podium pool whenever you can keep garth out yes yeah you know but i do have to throw in here the real thing about my daughter that i'm impressed about is she works out in the morning and works out in the afternoon does her own dieting cooks for herself pretty regularly and has straight a's how That's, old is this child 13 that's how you have time to be a habitual volunteer <laughs> yeah i didn't start cooking for myself until 30 and that was just a microwave <laughs> like she won't eat the stuff that i eat she's like oh that's too bad for you it's got too much sodium in it you need to watch your sodium content I'm like kid come on Whatever, i'm having china castle <laughs> takes after her mother clearly all right let's start to work into final thoughts here i'm gonna go to producer chris guffey you've been waiting quietly mm, yeah. can i can i say Him? congratulations to chris real quick absolutely super can. impressed on your effort on the uh the council race great job phenomenal job i was very proud of you Thank you. I appreciate that. Next We're very, very proud of Chris. Next time I'll get the win, though. Next time. I wanted to cast a, a 14 protest. votes. Yeah. Flips 14 votes. He's a city councilor. I mean, that's awesome. It's, right? I mean, that's... In the face of straight ticket voting, we're probably going to have to build a, a damn bench for you, too. Just, instead of hope or 
love. It's just going to have to say Chris. I mean, we could, <laughs> is an extra letter another hundred bucks? What's that cost me if I get a Chris bench? Oh, we can, we can make that. We work. can work that one in. All right. Well, so, the sad thing is, is I went to the, uh, Memorial Park board meeting. I was late to it and they said they're going to put a monument to me out there. <laughs> <laughs> where the old, do- uh, where the doughboy used to stand. War hero Chris. Yep. That's why I'm here. So you have you to are make sure a there's a clause that'll never get moved. Yeah. So you, let's, let's talk about your weekend plans. Okay. So because I've got, I was thinking maybe we could move some, I've got a tree I'm going to cut down and maybe you can help me move some logs. Uh, you know, I would, I, Saturday morning I have free. Uh, so Friday night I'm going to the Indy Fuel game with, uh, with everybody. Saturday night I've got a date with, uh, the girlfriend and her family. Oh, we're and going. getting a little boozy. We're going to some train in Fishers or Noblesville for like a Christmas thing. We'd ride around on the train. Oh yeah. That's a big deal. Fancy. Oh yeah. So, Christmas already? Christmas creep is real. All right. It is. And then, <laughs> then the biggest thing is uh, Sunday at three o'clock in the morning, I will be waking up, making the nine hour drive to <laughs> Landover, Maryland to watch the Washington Redskins. And then I will be driving back. And the Lions, Redskins, Lions. You're going to the worst game in the NFL mm-hmm. calendar. Why? Because I got sixth row uh, seats in the bottom bowl in the end zone for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you and you and Paige are going to go and have a great time. And That's the, your it, you nope, and Paige. Nope. Paige. Your um, girlfriend, Paige. My girlfriend, Paige, is not going to be going because she has to wake up at 7.15 on Monday. Well, she has to be at the dentist on 7.15 to get her wisdom teeth cut out. So I am forced friendship. You have to work on, on, on Monday, so you'll be back in time. Why can't she go? I'm an American hero. That's why. The game's at one o'clock, right? Yep, one o'clock. And so the you, Lions are getting three and a half, or, or a given three and a half. So, yeah. so you're going to drive nine hours, Yep. go sit in the sixth row, Yep. watch a four-hour football game, Yep. drive nine hours back home, Yep. and make work Monday morning. Yep. But the voters of Newcastle didn't want you to be their city councilman. I know. I don't know. Well, and that was some. And something that's else. your dedication to losers. So, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so uh, at work today, I, I was telling my boss about this, and he's like, he's like are you going to be here Monday? I'm like, yeah, I'll be here Monday. And a guy at work's like, huh, I bet I'll beat you in. I was like, <laughs> you don't show up till 845. I guarantee you I'll still be here before you. <laughs> Chris likes so. to show up everywhere 30 minutes early. That's uh, well, 45 that's, if that's I can. That's the old saying, you know, on, on, on time is late. And 15 you- minutes early is on time. Yeah. On time, oh, you'd be work on Tom Coughlin's team mm. hey. and Giants, of, a two-time Super Bowl champion Giants. So, and think about that: we we could f- smear fourteen vote flips next time Guffy runs. I mean, if I'd have known it was going to be that close, I'd have got out here and done some major damage. Well, there's always next time. <laughs> Don't worry, Rob. We'll bring you. <laughs> Rob, there's an apartment upstairs. You can <laughs> hang a shirt in, and change your registration. Perfect, Rob. So I got to say, I yes. did not know it was that close. Yeah, I, I really didn't. That's yeah, that is that is. I, I knew it was close. Yeah, but it was that close. That is impressive. Don't you wish you hadn't voted 90- for the other guy? Now <laughs> I, I couldn't vote in this race. I couldn't vote. In I could but that's how that close it was. Ninety three. By the way, he went. He were. also he ran against a thirty year teacher. Yeah. So uh, very beloved Damn Jerry teachers. Walden's a great man. Too great apparently uh, to overcome those fourteen votes. For <laughs> oh, Chris. And, and I've also accepted Uh-oh. the role as the treasurer for the Veterans Museum of Memorial Park. Damn habitual, <laughs> habitual <laughs> volunteer. Yeah. All right, you got well. One thing else, Chris. You, uh, Chris, you forgot something. 
yeah, what I'm assuming you want to hit me here. What? No, we're we're talking about how uh, your your new position is treasurer for the Veterans Museum. He covered it. Where were you? Yeah, I just want to slap him. I was paying attention to Stephen because I, his I, headphones I, got knocked out. Sometimes I move a lot over here uh, and Sorry. I break stuff. Let's right. uh, let's thank Rob. You let you can't you drove all the way out here. Anything for you? You. You let us abuse you. Yeah. Pick on you. Y'all love that. Stole your likeness. Yeah. And here you are. Hey, thank you. You know, I love being on Boss Hog. You guys are awesome. You guys have always been so good to me. And my man right here. Is he awesome or not? Stepping up. Stepping up. I mean, I do this for a living. So he got fun, the dream right? of every teacher in the state of Indiana over the last two weeks. <laughs> FaceTime with Rob Kendall. Yeah, he did. He did an awesome job, man. I mean, he, he might be president of the teachers. He, he next very year. well could be. I think they'd get a lot more done if he did. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Really thank you for that. stepping up, man. And thanks for doing what you do. And I mean, it, look, my issue continues to be I was not a fan of people. I'll call it walking off the job and. I continue to think the teachers are going to be better, much better off with a much more concise argument on, on what they want. Cause I still got no idea. And don't send Justin Oakley to speak for you anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> if you do those things. You'll be fine. Lion Rob. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Steven. So, uh, promo I, time, man. So if you want anything made out of metal, let me know that way we can make it and fund our program. I mean, that's pretty much the thing. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> my wife is shouting requests from the side yeah no, uh honestly Forget, forgetful steve over here you promised something months ago and it's not happening well, my wife never forgets i will mm, promise you that just like a teacher yeah mm-hmm. yeah because there's nothing else going on think about how much you could have got done if you hadn't been at the state house <laughs> i wasn't i was working i was i was there for like 10 minutes i went in at six o'clock to work on equipment so follow you guys on the instagram yes at NCCC Welding. So three C's in there. Newcastle Career Center. Newcastle Career Center Welding. And then, uh, truthfully, Rob, it's good that you are anti because it grows the discussion. Everybody was positive about it. We'd get brushed under the rug. And it's good because... Rob's been saying for weeks he's done more to promote Red for Ed than anybody else in the state of Indiana. Well, I'm here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love the teachers. At, at some point, there is a truth behind uh, a common enemy type of thing and uh when you can get and uh, really you get a whole lot of <laughs> i mean it's one of those things i'm where, a habitual volunteer yeah, yeah just, uh, that statement grew a whole group of people to hate me that's for sure. so it's just uh, but the discussion needs to happen the walk the the red for ed day created this discussion this dialogue it needs to start happening we have to fix our public schools because most of our kids go there and if we don't the numbers speak for themselves schools are not finding young teachers colleges are not getting people to come in and start teaching programs ball state is running ads all the time about how great of a school they are for teachers because they can't fill programs they're losing professors because they don't have enough people signing up to take education classes. We got to do something. I don't know. If, I don't know. What, I don't really know what the answer is, but things have to change. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Dakota. You got anything fun? Oh, I have. I have nothing fun. Um, actually, this past week, I built. Uh, I built some dog food stands for <laughs> the Cogers, uh, for Kate and Jade. That's another thing I forgot about. I, I, was I supposed could. To. Uh, they. <laughs> they uh, actually they had me build the, 
metal ones that she posted for you. I know, and I yeah. forgot to reply that I could do it, and then they replied. Hey, then they posted pictures of it done. I was like, oh, well, all right. Yeah. Well, the market provides. That's right. I could. I could. Do you have a Great Dane? I, do. I built two for two Great that's Danes the, already. That's so where yeah, the Great Dane came from. They're the Great Dane yeah. dealer of Southern oh, Southern Newcastle. Okay. Only All rescues, right, I got though. You. Only yeah. rescues. Yeah, so they have, a, they have this giant Great Dane. His name is Ruger, and his head uh, comes up to my chest. And I have a 100-pound German Shepherd at home, and she's tall and lanky, but she's still 100 pounds and a big dog. And most people are like, wow, that's such a big dog. I went home to her after petting Ruger, and I was like, what a small... Like, you look like a schnauzer now. You should meet my brother's Irish wolfhound who stands nine feet tall when he stands up. Is that real? How is yeah. Danny? How is Danny? How old is Danny? No, how is he doing? Oh, he's doing fine. He's, he's going very gray. Yeah. Um, he did his 10-year <laughs> aging challenge aging today, quickly. and it's... It's not looking Sad. good, but he, I mean, he, his, his career is going well. He's a host here when he can. He was in the Penske shop yesterday on some junket in the uh, cutting tool world. Danny's doing very well. Yeah, he's like yeah. Carmen Sandiego of the Boston of Liberty. He's everywhere. He's in yeah. Japan. He's in, he's in, he's all over the place. I wanted to, uh, Jet Set and I just wanted to say thank you to Caden Jade for letting me, uh, do the job for him. Uh, and that was Sue My Page, which is now a business, according to the state of Indiana. <laughs> As Beezer Creek Restoration Repair. Did you get that LLC or how'd you go about it? Uh, just the DBA. Oh, okay. Doing yeah, Dave, yeah. Dakota Davis doing businesses. Doing businesses. Yes, that's true. That's correct. Which now I can get insurance. It's a whole thing. There's a whole big process for starting a business. Uh, but luckily, Indiana's pretty lax about it. We'll have a new, a whole podcast about that eventually. One Perfect. of these days. Small business owner, Dakota Davis. You got the Davis. check that's shit right. that say DBA on them or... Yeah, yeah. What are you, liter- Grandpa? I literally just got the email about three o'clock today that it that it was accepted. So you don't write checks anymore. Uh, my bank sends them out for I me. I pay everything in checks. The, I, ha- I write checks a check when, I have- when when somebody shows up at my house to fix something and I have to pay them. I have a checkbook for that. So the 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 air conditioner guy and the garage door guy they get checks. For I me. pay it all. Water bill, uh, electric bill. You, uh, you lick stamps or you drive bill. all around Brownsburg yeah, no, and drop them off. I enjoy signing the check. I still yeah. enjoy signing the check. My checks. Uh, my Kendall. checks still have my parents' address on them. <laughs> <laughs> That was like three addresses ago for me. I don't even know where our checks are. Like that's not even a yeah. thing. But anyway, wanted to I wanted to say thank you to them. I wanted to congratulate Chris on his new position and for still staying active in the community even after his uh, city council election. Still three uh, boards, even though he's not active at the gym with me anymore. Chris has got to no. be so sorry that he met me in the park that day, mm-hmm. and I have ruined his life. And I also wanted to say thank you to Stephen uh, for coming on the show and having the discussion with Rob. Even though he listened to the interview with Rob and Justin, and you know he, J- Stephen kind of knew what he was getting into with you. And uh, look, man, look, look, like like what I you told brought people. it tonight. You know, it's, it's, it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt, right? Well, no, he st- thank he, you. Stephen started the day bleeding, so it, Rob yeah. didn't punch him. It was that was. It, it was a joke. No, he did it. He did a great job. Also, everybody, make sure you go to the uh, tchip.com slash red for it or red for Rob. Red for Rob. Yes, yeah. red for Rob, uh, because we want to make sure that we can give the Career Center a whole lot of money. Final thoughts for me really quick. I am I I am really excited to see all of the, the faces that were at the state house being politically active for the first time. Uh, my challenge to folks that went, don't be partisan, be political. 
Don't don't just blame the Republicans for everything that's going on. Don't just pick a side and say you have to vote for all Team R, Team L, Team D. Be political. Have the conversation and talk about your issues. Keep this to an issues-oriented conversation, and you're actually going to see some changes. If you just dig into the trenches and say, I, you only have to vote for my team, and that's going to solve everything, we're going to be back here pissed off again in two years. We're back Tuesday night. The Thanksgiving turkey bumped us, so we are on Tuesday next week. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk. We're going to have some fun. Maybe Eric the turkey will join us. We don't know. We'll see you all then. Good job, Stephen. The music Thanks. is not playing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts, like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com, and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.